We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. I did tell you, Jimmy, uh, we always stand by each other, all right? I've got to stand by you. you. You always jumped on when I needed you, and you stand by me. So, mate, I'm more than happy to back you in because I reckon tonight's tonight. Now, Mitch Bayer had a couple of winners last night, and I reckon that's just setting the precedence for what's going to be a good week here on uh, on Thrill of the Chase. Yeah, look, I'm hoping that is the case. Uh, we've got two meetings we can uh, we can find winners at uh, for the next hour or so, and that's obviously Horsham and Geelong. I know last week I, I said that Fireweed would just win down at Geelong, and um, it all went wrong last week. Missed the kick, got absolutely smashed, and I'm not sure if you saw about uh, half an hour ago, but Fireweed got the job done yes. really impressively down at Geelong. But look, hopefully that can be a sign that uh, the form's reading a bit truer today, and I think all of us punters out there, we all know you can go through those bad trots. And it's so funny because you can do the form the exact same way, spend the same amount of time on it, and it just doesn't work. You can go back the week later and it all just uh, just happens. And let's hope for the punters, for the listeners, for me, that can be the uh, the case today. Absolutely. Don't forget to download the Watchdog app, open a Black Book account, and never miss your favourite Greyhounds racing again. How was your day, Jimmy? I heard you calling there at uh, Heelsville. A nice day down there. Yeah, it was actually good. If, if I reckon if you could get this weather throughout the whole year, you'd almost take it. Uh, it was only about 16 or 17 degrees, little slight breeze, but just a really nice day. And yeah, the racing was, was good. The track played in really good order as well. And look, I, I love calling up the straight. It's great fun. And, and as, as you know, we spoke of last week on the show, there's going to be some really big racing up there in about the uh, the next 10 weeks. So uh, so make sure you tune into Hillsville because there's some, some elite races just around the corner. Absolutely. Now we've got a big show. I'm just running through the uh, run sheet here. We're going we're gonna to talk to Jerry Snyder's, is that right? And Paul Terry? We are. Yeah, Jerry Snyder's and Paul Terry are a trading combination that live out near Warrigal, and they took three greyhounds to Hillsville today. And look, if you take three to the track, you're probably happy to walk away with one win, but not uh, for, for Jerry and Pearl today. Three starters, three winners. They absolutely cleaned up at Hillsville, and I thought that was enough to suggest we need to find out a little bit more about uh, Jerry Snyder's and Pearl Terry. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing that as well. Uh, what would you make of the Pink Diamond? I don't have the results in front of me, but what would you make of it uh, on Friday at Bendigo? Yeah, it was a terrific night of racing, and, and uh, I think hats off as well to the race caller up there, Dan Hibbert. It was, I think, fair to say that the biggest meeting he's called since he, he joined the calling ranks, and I honestly think he absolutely nailed it. So uh, so well done to uh, to Dan. But to, to even as a race caller, have to be up for 12 races. There, there was no easy race to call. It was it was feature final after feature final throughout the whole night. Uh, we'll just go quickly through the uh, the winners from those heats. We've got about three and a half minutes to Horsham. Uh, we'll give a tip for that in just a moment. But, yeah, the uh, the results at uh, Bendigo, the short course mate and final went to Diamond Ability, 23.98 for Anthony Azapati. Uh, the sprinter final over the 500 for the maidens, Webleck Raider, uh, really impressive performance. 28-11, one by five lengths, was a dollar ninety. And the good news was I was starting to tip some winners at this point in time, Johnny. Yes, so the form started to uh, to swing back, which was good. And I was a part of the uh, the watchdog coverage as well for that. And it was nice to finally find a couple of winners. Uh, time for peace was a bit of an upset. Won the the third race, so that was a twenty five thousand dollar to the winner event. Went twenty three eighty one. Then Mapunga Ruby took out the first distance event. 
Uh, first of the real majors was, was won by Aussie Secret, the Pink Diamond Champion Short Course Final. Smashed them from box number one, $75,000 first prize. And then the rest of the winners, we had Five Star, who's announced himself as a, as a superstar of the staying ranks. He was impressive. Kablins won race number seven. And then probably one of the great races we've seen on a, on a provincial track. And, and when I say one of the great races, one of the great all-time races, Shimmer Shine leading... Uh, Aston Rupee, the rising superstar, trying to chase him down. That was the Pink Diamond champion sprinter final over the 500. And that, my friend, was was one of the great races with Shimmer Shine mm. staving off Aston Rupee. Well, we spoke to uh, Mitch and I spoke to the owner of Shimmer Shine last night. As you know, Mitch is a, is a mm. fanboy, a serious fanboy of oh, Shimmer Shine. And uh, it's just, a, it's, it was a fantastic dog. I saw the replay and it just looks like it's unbeatable at the moment. Yeah, look, and when he steps like that, look, he had he had the, the plus of box one at a corner start, which I think was was a huge advantage for him. In the past, he's been able to make finals and he hasn't really handled the pressure as it's gone on sort of in the run of the first corner where, look, not taking anything away from the win of Shimmer Shine, but the, the way he had to do it from box one at a 500-metre start, he just had to hold his place. He didn't have to put the pressure on cross and, and try and find the rail. He was already there. Um, and... and the corner starts are interesting like that because it's very, very hard to win from out wide because the, the natural run through the first corner and you're, you're starting the boxes on the corner, it's going to be easier for the dogs near the inside. So there's not too much you can do about that. That's the, the joys of the box draw, I suppose, when it comes to races at the corner start. And look, he, 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 it's one thing to get the draw, John, but it's another thing to use it. And he used it. He was too good for Aston Rupee. And look, he's one of the real superstars of the sport, Shimmer Shine. Absolutely. All right. One minute or so here, Jimmy, to Horsham. And I reckon yep. this is where it all just gets back to uh, to winning here for you because we've had, a, we've had a rough trot, it's fair to say. But I think we're going to find a way here. Yeah, we've had a, a Scheisenhausen type <laughs> of trot, really. I think That's it's okay. fair to say. But uh, look, we're going to bounce back. We are going to bounce back. Uh, the, the red's the favourite, but uh, the last couple of runs have just been a, a shade disappointing. So based on that, I'm planning on on taking this runner on. Uh, I'm going to go number three, Charlie Davidson. The Greyhound's seen Horsham, what is it, 50 times around the 410-metre boxes. So knows every grain of sand up there. Consistent form of late. Look, I think around the $445 they're betting at the moment. Looks at, looks an each-way play. Not one to go bananas on, but uh, one worth having a, a little small each-way flutter. All right. I, I just, I know I say this a lot, Jimmy, but I just have this feeling that this is going to be the night that, well, that Jimmy Vandermark th- finds his way back onto the winner's list. Another good uh, stat for this dog. Mm-hmm. From this track, this box, this distance, five starts, three wins and a placing. Yep. Overall from box three has had 10 starts for four wins and two placings. So right. doesn't mind the white rug on. And, and I hope you're right, John, because it's about $9 on the tote. So each way all day, Charlie Davidson. All right. I'm cheering at home here in the studio. Let's hope you are as well. 0499 736 736. Let's get there now. 17 chasing honey. Moving in, favoured well tried one, ahead of eight and six. Last of them in. Green lights on, track cleared, they're set to go, ready race number seven. 
Racing, Spring Blue out in a hurry on the rail. Through to lead early over Charlie Davidson and very wide out would have been Voldemar Bale chasing a honey. Trying to get around the outside as Ninja Girl Mia got into bother. Anna Senior and Iceni Hunter up to the turn and Spring Blue held them out. Leads from Voldemar Bale coming down the centre. They're well clear to the rest headed by Iceni Hunter. It's Spring Blue in front. Voldemar Bale going to Spring Blue. Voldemar Bale takes the lead and beats Spring Blue. Well clear to Iceni Hunter. It jumped Ninja well, Girl James. Mia. I mean, that's a positive. Yeah. <laughs> It was unlucky, Johnny. Go back and watch the replay on the home corner. It, it yeah. did get a drag from behind and, and did lose a lot of ground. And it was in a nice place just stalking the, the red. Not sure it would have won the race, but mm. definitely would have finished a lot closer. But as I said, that was only a small little flutter just to uh, to warm up the betting account. But we'll get serious soon. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, did you want to add anything before we move on to today's race review? Did you want to add anything on the pink diamond? As I said, I don't have any results in front of me. But if you wanted to add anything, yeah. feel free. Yeah, look, I just think the series is, is such a, a great idea. And look, I, I had a couple of interviews with uh, with Troy Hartley, who's the manager of the Bendigo Club. We had him on the show, obviously, on, on Thursday, I think it was, for memory last week. But it, it was such a great initiative, the Pink Diamond, for so many different reasons. Obviously, because we're supporting Victorian bred greyhounds. And not only that, they were supporting the breeders of these greyhounds. There was bonuses on, on just about every event. In fact, they, there was a bonus on all 12 finals. I'm just trying to bring up the exact figures of, of what the breeder bonuses were. But for, for example, the, 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 the distance final had a, a bonus of $15,750 to the breeder. So that, that's huge, as well as the champion sprinter over the 500. Uh, there was just crazy amounts of money being won by, by the connections. And not only that, also, you know, for the, the, the breeders, which I think is really mm. good. And supporting greyhounds to, to be bred here in Victoria and then to continue on and, and race here in Victoria. Absolutely. All right. Well, you were down at, uh, at Heelsville today, Jimmy. So we might as well just r r go back over the, uh, the card there if, uh, if you want to do that uh, right now, yep. I reckon. All right. Let's go through race. Good one. idea. Ricky Raccoon, number four, yeah. started the day off nicely at $1.95. Yeah, look, and if you back this at a dollar sixty, you, you, you had a very bumpy ride, to be honest. Brewery Man was was going to win the race, I feel, and uh, then near the post, he, he put in a couple of awkward strides. I'm just reading the stewards' report now, and uh, it says here Brewery Man underwent a post-race veterinary examination and was found to have a right hock sprain and a right four-leg toe injury. A ten-day stand-down was imposed. That means he's not allowed to to race for ten days. Um, Stewart spoke to trainer Mr Edmund Dottery regarding the racing matters of Brewery Man approaching the winning post. After hearing the evidence from Mr Dottery, viewing all the available race footage and taking into account the industry's indus, injures, injuries sustained. <laughs> Try and say that, Johnny. A yeah, warning was nice. issued regarding the Greyhounds racing matters approaching the winning post. So that was that was number six. He, he did put in a couple of short ones near the stride, so in, near the line. So obviously uh, they, they found some kind of injury there and therefore... He'll have the the ten days off, but he does get a warning. So if he's if he's to play up in a similar fashion moving forward, um, he might end up with a suspension. But Ricky Raccoon, look, he'd been super consistent. He doesn't win out of turn. I think he'd had one win at about fifteen minor placings to his credit, but he got the uh, the nose down right at the line. And this seriously was one of the closest photo finishes you'll see. As a race caller, very rarely will I say dead heat. When they hit the line, I couldn't split them. I honestly thought it was a dead heat. Oh well. <laughs> Jeez, Jim, that's tough. It's tough. You've almost got to just pad for a second and think of something else and just talk about how close it is until you see see the uh, see the replay or something, isn't it? 
Yeah, no, look, I think it took him about four minutes, to be honest, to, do, mm. to decide who had won it. And look, when you, when you think of the, the modern technology and, the, you know, the different angles, they effectively have the, the, the one side and they've also got the mirror image coming back to them. So they, they ended up finding a, a very, very narrow margin there. And look, I, I think I remember back to the, the Melbourne Cup, it was Bauer, was it, who was, was beaten by yeah, an absolute people. Yeah, a nostril. Oh, and not even, it was just the, the, the smallest part of the nostril. And you oh. think back, you know, 20 years ago, there wasn't the technology that there is now. But I think it's a good thing because at the end of the day, the more we can improve technology, even if it's down to the, the smallest, most minute microscopic margin, I think if there's a margin there, the animal that hits the line first deserves to win. So, mm. you know, I know people say, well, look, if it was the old days, it would have been a dead heat. But... Hey, let's let's move forward. Let's progress and let's improve the sport. And if there's a, a microscopic margin that you can find, and one yeah. greyhound has reached the winning post before the other, well, hey, it's the winner. Absolutely. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Rock has sent through a text, Jimmy. Uh, hi, JD and Jimmy Geelong, race seven, which is in four and a half minutes. Uh, he said, "Speedy Spyro, each way." That's from Rock, and he said, "How are the Renaults going, Jimmy?" The Renaults, yeah. Look, we have done a few uh, Renaults at our place. Uh, we did the bathroom a while ago, but uh, it came up really good. But we do have to uh, to get on to the, uh, the ensuite. But I keep telling the wife, you know, we'll get it done, <laughs> we'll get it done. soon. Soon, yeah. I keep yeah. telling her. But uh, I don't know how much uh, how much longer she'll be willing to wait. Absolutely. Uh, did I hear you playing tennis tonight? Matty O tried to recruit me for a game tonight. Oh, Matty O did try and get me. But to be honest, he wasn't very happy. He said, uh, I've spoke to John. Yeah. John's not going to be able to fill in. Yeah. Um, I think he even spoke to Bonners. And yeah. Bonners said, no, no, he doesn't want to Bonners doesn't want to you know he go out there and, yeah. and, and give away what he can do because then he knows I'll be able to sit there and, and, and watch the footage and yes. go well hey I can beat him here beat him there so yeah. I understand Bonners not playing not too sure why you didn't play but well, no <laughs> no no I, I put it I put it out there because you know how Bonners just brash he's just he's got that swagger about him I just put it out there I said I would be a bit of a liability I'm not a great tennis player I'm an okay tennis player I'm not a great tennis player though and I wouldn't want to go out there and ruin uh, the team's chances of winnings. So yeah, that's, no, that's look, why I didn't want to play. And it's been a long day as well, Jimmy. <laughs> I was going to say, you've made the unselfish call, mate, which is a good thing. And no, look, it was actually getting a bit hard for me as well because obviously we've got the radio show now and mm. um, I had racing today and then with the, the kettle of racing dogs we have having to feed the, the greyhounds that had, had yes. trialled this afternoon. So I said it's, it's going to be tricky for me to even get there. So I think they're, they're going to have the night off and one yeah. of the other guys is complaining of a sore back. So oh, if no. that's not enough to, to cancel the night, I, I think they'll never give up. But uh, no, I think they're going to have a night off tonight. Absolutely. All right. Hey, we've got two and a half minutes to Geelong. Do you want to send an early tip out there just so everyone hears it, everyone gets it, and they can put it on if uh, if they want? Yeah, look, as I said, I, I probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't put a bet on my tip at the moment until <laughs> until we get a winner. I know that's not what the punters want to hear out there, but I'm being as honest as I can be. But I, I do like number two here, Blazing Beast. I just think he's got the class edge. Speedy Spyro is going to be a greyhound that's up on the speed throughout. He does like to begin well and, and really pour the pressure on. Uh, another easy, he's got some good form as well out in box number seven. So it's not, not the easiest race to sort out. I was sort of just hoping if, if the two can find the lead, Blazing Beast, he's got a 22.71 PB and and I just feel he might be coming down a little bit in class. So we'd play the, the two on the each way. And look, he's a good price too at around $5. Rightio. Matty from Geelong says the eight will win at Geelong. So he's down there in that part of the world. Jimmy V. All right, Tell we, him he's dreaming. Yeah, he's dreaming. All right, let's get back to Hillsville very quickly. We'll take that race and then we'll take a very quick break and, uh, and get straight back into it. But Hillsville race number two, number seven, 
Line Stepper, $3.90, and beat out Electro Guru at $1.65. Yeah, it was an interesting race as well because the Whites, uh, speaking of the stewards having to... Uh, to have a bit of a day, uh, a day out. They uh, they actually had a chat to the connections of number three, False Alarm. Um, just having a look at the the report here. The Greyhound did uh, or was found guilty, um, and the trainer did plead guilty to the charge. So a 28 day suspension for False Alarm. And if you watch the replay, number three was was probably going to win the race. He cruised up to the front. Uh, then his mind just wandered off the job. He raced erratically, and, and Lion Stepper got the, the luck down the outside and drew clear to win it. He went 1986, and for trainer Jason Hardy, he's just got the greyhound going going really well. He's he's consistent. His last two or three runs have been really good, and he's probably a greyhound that you can pop in a black book and, and just know that he's going to keep improving because every time he steps out of late, he, he's definitely improving. Absolutely. Race number three, Junket Jared. At a dollar eighty-five, the seven uh, beat out number four, Braemar Brianna, dollar forty-five. This was such a, a well-deserved win, Junker Jared. I think I said that in the call because she'd been knocking on the door for such a long time, going through her form. Uh, she's only got a couple of wins beside her name. It was twenty-nine starts, two wins, and ten placings. But I reckon her last fifteen starts have all been really, really solid runs up the straight. Um, she doesn't win out of turn, but. The way she won today I thought was impressive because jumping from box seven, she had a fast beginner, Miss Lucky Leaves, in six, who, who just wanted to bump into her at the start of the race. So to overcome that, to then find the lead and, and the rail and, and hold on and win, I thought it was a, a really credible type of, of victory. Uh, we're going to go to this race at Geelong, and then we're going to go to a break, Johnny. Yes. We've got Jerry Snyder's ready to go. So Beautiful. we're going to learn, before we preview any more of Hillsville, the man yes. who dominated the show with three winners, Jerry Snyder's on cool. after the break. We will definitely do that. We'll head to Geelong first, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to hearing this interview with uh, with Jerry Snyder's because it's going to be a great little chat. Three winners today. It's a big effort. Ooh. I think they only trained three dogs too. Oh, you wouldn't well, believe it. Three from three. How good's that? That's 100%. Yeah. All right, yeah, Jimmy V, bad. Geelong, Blazing race beast. number seven, Blazing Beast. Come on, here we go. Blazing seven, Aston Rustin in one. Box three is vacant. Riverdale Bonnie in five. Another easy, the favourite in seven. Set to go, green light, 400 the journey here for Geelong, race seven, they're about to go. Favourite seven with the black vest here. Racing, and another easy jump away fairly well, but away fast there was Speedy Sparrow at the centre, trying to drive through Aston Rustin on the inside, coming off the back and Speedy Sparrow, the leader, about two or three out in front. Blazing Beast is rolling up on the inside, followed by Aston Rustin, Riverdale Bonnie, a long gap away, then another easy and also quick income. In the straight, a rails run for Blazing Beast on the inside after Speedy Sparrow, and it's going to be Blazing Beast from uh, Speedy Sparrow. All I do is we're back, or should I say Jimmy Vandermark no, is back. we are back. We are back, my friend. Woo! You bloody beauty. Blazing oh. Beast goes bang, and it pays four bucks, Jimmy. There you go. That makes up for all the mess we've made, or at least oh. I've made in the last two weeks. Oh, isn't, but, it, uh, isn't it nice to hear some oh. music? <laughs> I forgot what it sounded like, to be honest. Yes. But no, Johnny, you're right. We're back, mate. I'm not back. We're back, because you rode me the whole way. You yes. wanted that victory. And look, it's nice to not chase an odds-on favourite no. either. I love so that. So we went for value, and, and we've got something back. Hopefully the punters did follow in. Yeah, absolutely. And you, as you said to Matty from Geelong, tell him he's dreaming because Jimmy Vandermark went <laughs> bang. And that's going to send us off to a break, and we're going to come back. Jimmy Vandermark's going to have a chat to who again, Jimmy? His name's Jerry Snyders. He and his partner, Pearl Terry, just absolutely dominated Hillsville, a little bit like Blazing Beast just did at Geelong. Beautiful. We are back up and about. I've got a good feeling about tonight, and we're going to do that next on Thrill of the Chase. Stay with us.
Yeah, it's nice to have your company on Tuesday night's edition of Thrill of the Chase. Jimmy, before we get to Jerry Snyder's and the terrific effort that they have today, that they've done today, uh, give us a tip at Horsham very quickly. Yeah, we finally found some winning form. I think it could continue here. Race 8, number 3 at Horsham, Baruga Dodge. Each way play all day. Um, I think there's enough speed in boxes one and two that they might be able to lead us out. We tuck into the rail. The red will roll off the track turning for home and Baruga Dodge will punch the rail. And if he's sitting second or third turning for home, expect him to power through the line. So each way play number three, Baruga Dodge, currently about $3.40. Very nice. And more music will be played. All right. Let's welcome in Jerry Snyders, uh, who trained three winners today along with his partner, Pearl Terry. Uh, Jerry, Jerry, welcome to the program. Congratulations. Jimmy Vandermart's going to take, uh, take the interview, but well done on a big day. Thank you very much. Now, Jerry, welcome along to uh, to the thrill of the chase, mate. Uh, what a what a wonderful day out for you. I, I spoke to you early in the day, and you said, "Well, we've got three in. Two of them effectively are having a trial under race conditions because they're working back into form." Mate, could have the day gone any better for you? No, not at all, Jim. Oh, yeah, it was really rough, mate. It uh, didn't expect it. I thought uh, you know, Amlin Crozen in the last would give a really good run for her money if she was left alone. Because uh, she loves it, uh, their heels or the other two are really, I don't think, are heels or dogs. They're looking for a lot more ground. Anyway, the day was fantastic. Pearl and I come home very happy. Big smiles on our faces. Yeah, I could imagine. We'll start with the first winner, uh, Amlin Crystal. Jumped from box number seven. She led them up, went 6.53 early, 19.49, and just just got the job done over just the margin. At, at what point in that race did you think, yeah, she, she's going to hold on and win this? Look, when you're looking from the 350 boxes, mate, you know it's a bit hard. The white dog, <laughs> when it's going up, you can see it quite easily. But uh, the black, uh, black was, look, I was hoping, I knew she'd uh, probably get a little bit tired towards the end. She's, um, she tried a while the other day and went probably six lengths under what she can go. So I thought, yep. well, she needs a, she needs a nice blowout because uh, we're looking sort of sand out for her. Uh, yep. And, uh, yeah, so I was very pleased to get that done. I really thought that... The uh, the second dog, you know, had a better chance than her because she beat her the other day quite easily. Well, it is interesting you say that because the first one, Amlin Crystal, was two dollars twenty. Uh, the punters sort of left Amlin Storm alone, really. Two dollars ninety was the price, and hard for the rail went to the fence, and and this was almost the run of the day, really. Yeah, look, she is a terrible. She needs box one very hard because she will knock anything over to get to the rail. She is, she's vicious on the rail. Yeah, if you look at some of her previous runs, uh, she really wants that rail bad. Yeah. Well, mate, you're giving away beautiful insight to the punters out there who are tuning in. We're going to put down Amlin Storm in the black book, box number one or box number two. Where, where do you think from here she'll head to next? Look, uh, probably uh, I'll give her a trial at, uh, at Sandown as well and then maybe the Meadows or Sandown. I mean... Her last start before she came back to me, Nathan and Ashley had her for a little while while I had that operation on the spine. Um, he did have her at uh, the Meadows and she had box eight and missed the start and that was yeah. the end of it. And she was a very short price that day. So, look, one of those sort of tracks, I think if she gets in front from an inside box, um, they'll have a lot of trouble catching her. Yeah, well, she was nice and strong uh, running away today. Last of the winners, and when you're going into race number nine, you're walking probably the most beautiful greyhound down to the boxes. It's Amlin Frozen. Uh, she is pure white. What were, you, what were you thinking? Were you thinking, well, I'm a chance to win three out of three today, or, or how, how are the confidence levels going down to the start? 
I'm probably floating down there, mate, to be honest. <laughs> um, look, I knew I knew that money was coming through the five, uh, and she actually drifted out quite uh, quite substantially, to be honest. I mean, I think she paid $5 or something in the yeah. end. But she got, got interfered with a little bit by uh, by the one, uh, but she she tries it. I said she just loves Hillsville, and that's it. I mean, mm. uh, she doesn't really go very well anywhere else. So I just wish Hillsville was longer than 350. <laughs> yeah. Because she well, really does put in towards that last picture. We're just going to have to hold you for a moment there, Jerry. We're just going to take this race at Horsham in the news, and then we'll come back with more. Who's going to lead? Although headed now by Vader Bale, who goes through to lead over Zipping Walter, followed by Blackhawk Jet, then Nina Tears, Baruga Dodge, and the tail end of Malin Bale back with it, Catalina Icon. Off the back, and Vader Bale set up a big break here to Zipping Walter. Wide out Blackhawk Jet, then Nina Tears are in the straight, and Vader Bale, the front runner. Zipping Walter finishing hard on the rail, coming quickly. Blackhawk Jet, it's the one. Blackhawk Jet raced up, grabbed the lead, and beat Vader Bale. Clear to Zipping Walter. Oh, unlucky there, Jimmy Vandermart. Just got itself into a little bit bit of trouble. Blackhawk Jet gets the job done. Yeah, the seven just storming down the outside. $11 from Vader Bale and Zipping Walter. Just didn't really give itself any chance there, Jimmy. No, nah, never looked likely, to be honest. Uh, I think we move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Let's quickly take the news. Jerry, if you're happy to hold, that'd be great because uh, we, we want to talk a little bit more about your winners today. So we're just going to get some news headlines very quickly. Back with James Vandermart and more on the other side of the break. Thrill of the Chase. Yeah, nice to have your company uh, on Thrill of the Chase. Tuesday night edition, John Donahoe is my name, joined as always by James Vandermark. We're in the middle of an interview and a great chat with a man who had three winners today at Heelsville. A, a phenomenal effort and Jerry Snyders joins James Vandermark right now. Yeah, look, and I just wanted to ask Jerry a question because I feel that all the punters would be sitting at home right now and they'd be saying, well, if I'm going to get into greyhounds, I want to be like Jerry. I want to be like Jerry Snyder's. Three dogs in the kennel, three starts at Hillsville on a Tuesday afternoon and, and three winners. Where, where did the journey into greyhound training begin from, for you, Jerry? 30 years ago, uh, Jim, I, uh, I was offered a job to go and uh, be work uh, at Warrigal in the stewards room and you know at those stages we had uh, two or three people around the track looking uh, for dogs for interference and you know um, ended up being a part-time board steward for a little while uh, yeah and then uh, managed Warrigal ground track for many years managed Hillsville uh, ground track for many years took Hillsville from grass to sand um, was a swabbing steward for harness racing Victoria for 15 years, trained racehorses. Uh, been, racing's been in my blood since 15 and uh, just love the dogs. Just absolutely love the dogs. Uh, they're just you know, a fantastic animal. We look yeah. after them, we love them. And, um, and we've got quite a few of them here. Are old greyhounds are 12-year-old, 10-year-old, and they're our pets. So we just love them. You just said a moment ago, 15 years old, that's when you got the racing bug. Can, can you remember what it was that, that attracted you to racing? Oh, look, uh, used to ride horses a fair bit and, uh, you know, not that I punt. It's just that I just love the thrill of winning, uh, of animals running fast. Uh, they seem to love it and that just got in my blood. Uh, being an athlete as well for many years, I just, yeah, I love the, the animals, the speed, the excitement. And it doesn't matter if they win or they don't win, as long as they come home safe, that's all I care about. And three um, starts... 
I was just going to say, Jerry, three starts today, mate, for three wins. That That's the reward for the amount of effort that goes in behind the scenes, getting these dogs ready to, to, to show that thrill of speed and, and, and perform on the big on the big stage. Yeah, look, you're right. And, and the dogs love to run. You, that, people can't say that we force them to run because we don't force them to run. They actually love to run. We get out there in, in the, the runs at home and we play with the, with the toys and, uh, yeah, and they just have a ball. Yeah, you want to see them playing with the toys. They throw them in the air. It's just fantastic. Moving forward, mate, uh, just before we let you go, where, where do we go now? You said more than most likely that the first two, Storm and, and also Crystal, will be heading more than most likely to Sandown Park. Will we see Amlin Frozen back up the straight again? Yeah, look, they both made the final of that race next Monday. Uh, Crystal drew box two and, and Frozen's in box five. Uh, Amelon Storm, as I said, she'll, she'll uh, more than likely have a trial at uh, Sandown on Saturday morning just to let her have another look at the track. Uh, and we'll take it from there, see how she pulls up. They'll be checked before then, of course. Uh, make sure they're, they're all right. Uh, they, they come home and ate up very quickly, so they were, they were pretty happy. Sounds like they're, they're making a bit of... Yeah, making a bit of noise in the background, mate. They they want to go and celebrate with you, I think. <laughs> no, that's Pearl's little bash out. Pearl's got two miniature dash hounds, and Ashley's just walked out with her dog to go to Warrigal. So, I was going to say it's it's a, it's a big operation down there, isn't it? You've also got Pearl, your partner, who who trains as well, and and also catches a lot of greyhounds around Warrigal, and then also uh, her daughter uh, Ash Terry, who's a, a top trainer here in Victoria, and her partner Nathan Rooney, and you're all training out of the, the property there in Nilmer and, and all having great success as well. Look, uh, it all works as a team. Yeah. So uh, nobody gets in each other's way. We're all happy, and, uh, yeah, it works good. Works no, good you're team. absolutely flying. Well, congratulations, mate, to you, Pearl, and the whole team. Three starters at Hillsville, three winners. It's a day to remember. Thank you very much, mate. And it must be the van, too. It must be the van. <laughs> you are correct. I gave us a lot of luck today. Thank you. <laughs> See you, mate. Jerry Snyder's there. Appreciate him jumping on. What a big day it was for him, Jimmy V. Uh, and a great chat as well. Yeah, and when I say uh, it must be the van, he actually bought my uh, my racing van that we had for the Greyhounds. So I'm, I'm assuming that's the reason why he's flying at the moment because it's still got uh, my touch on the on the, uh, what do they call that thing you drive with? The, the steering wheel, believe steering it or not. Wheel. But uh, I'm losing the plot. But uh, uh, no, look, we've got you long, fast approaching, mate. Yes. So let's swing our attention from today and, and all that's happened today. And just before we do swing our attention, I just wanted to say well done to Tommy Curry. Trade Jordanville Jet to a, a slashing win up the straight as well. He was first up from a, a pretty serious injury. So if Tommy's listening, well done to, uh, to Tom Curry. He's the uncle, I think, of, of jockey Luke Curry. So well done to, uh, to Tom, who trained a, a very nice resumption win today with his star, Jordanville Jet. Uh, race 8 Geelong, best bet of the hour. Ring the bells. This one will be very hard to beat. Number one, Dusty Lynn. I'm, I'm pretty confident the inside draw is the key to this dog. Uh, if he can punch through and lead, I think it could be game, set, match from there. So pretty key number one, Dusty Lynn to get the job done. Dusty Lynn. Mixture of Dustin Martin and Chris Lynn, potentially. Sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah, hopefully it can it can run like Dusty and, and, and maybe not have to do the fend-off, but uh, might just be sailing away in the lead. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll... Uh... I might head to Geelong now, actually, Jimmy, and just see if we can take in a little bit of them uh, as they get boxed up. Dusty Lynn, the tip here from Jimmy Vandermart. And if yeah. Dollar, if $1.90 pop goes down, Jimmy, just, I'll, I'll be flat. I will be come flat. on, mate. It just won't. before we yeah, Just go. before we go there, I was going to...
the trainer of this greyhound, Joshy Formosa, trains a greyhound by the name of Mr. Speaker, who's owned by uh, one of SEN Tracks' own, Paddy Garshagan, and a, a few of the boys, I think, from the St Kilda Footy Club and maybe oh, the nice. Carlton Footy Club. So he's, he's got some big connections, Joshy Formosa, but we don't care about that. We just want to get Dusty Lynn home today. Absolutely. We are going to head to Geelong now. Let's hope Dusty Lynn, two of the biggest names in their respective sports, get the job done. So we assembled the 460 start. About to move in. Well, thanks, Dave. Good evening to you. Dave Manning joining us on RSN 927. And Dusty wins the favourite here, coming into the last leg of the quaddy. Double three two with the outsider winning in the second leg. Throwing a few quaddies out the, out the door. Elvira does a $26 there, but uh, the hot favourite won the first leg. It ran about threes on. Good except now, Dusty wins the favourite. Box one here. Nova to burn in three. Blackstreet well, Rocks in five. Rockstar Hines. In box number, Rockstar Haynes in box seven, coming in. Chase the magic halo, lad. Donut, green light, set to go. 460 of the journey. Dusty won the favourite. They're ready. Racing over on the inside, Dusty went a fraction to begin, but drives right up on the inside, and there goes the favourite. It bursts through to take the lead by four lengths, settling into stride now. Over Chase the Magic, and they were followed next over on the outside, then by Nova to Burn, uh, drifting back to the inside. There came Rockstar Haynes, and they were followed then by Luxury Rocks, and out to the tail would mean Donut and St. Jet in the straight, though, and Dusty wins off and gone, and this is going to give him a decent tally here. Dusty wins by about eight. Oh, Jimmy V, now I want to hope it pays something in the order of two bucks so I can play some music. What do we got? Just play it, mate. Uh, Just you play know it. What? <laughs> $1.90, that's enough for me. Just so I can pop a bottle of your love. Woo! Take another shot, I'll never get enough. Come on and fill me up, fill me up. Two from two for Jimmy V, and we are flying. We're airborne. Oh. And Jimmy Vandermart, he's seeing them like beach balls today. One, two, and three, the order there. Dusty Lee yeah. at $1.90, Chase the Magic and Nova to Burn, but it doesn't matter about the minor placings, Jimmy. We don't care. We love the first winning. Uh, it's so nice, mate. It is so nice. I must have left my glasses at home for the last uh, fortnight because they're back on and, and yes. we're absolutely flying. And look, when they, they look, $1.90 was short, but when they win by 400 metres, um, I think we allow it and we, we play the music. But it was. I think Dusty Lynn was close to $3 earlier today, so it was heavily back, but he's, he's not that great away as we saw, but just a mad railer. So once he kicked through against the fence, 6.55 early, still a very good section. 11.31 off the back was absolutely scorching, so might be a greyhound to put in the black book, and even over 500 where it can just burn along and lead, it, it's going to be very hard to beat. Uh, Horsham Race 9, not too far away. We'll, we'll go to that shortly in around seven minutes. We will. What we'll do is we'll get to a break first. We'll come back. We'll uh, we'll wrap this puppy up, and uh, we'll get to the next at Horsham. Jimmy Vandermart's airborne. He's seeing him very nicely tonight, so hopefully you're able to back him in as well with Dusty Lynn getting the job done in that one at Geelong. John Donahoe, James Vandermart just firing up, about to finish up on the other side of this. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Yeah, you've got Thrill of the Chase. You've got John Dono. You've got James Vandermart. And Jimmy, you're on somewhat of a heater tonight, which is good. Hello, Jimmy. Oh, mate, it's you nice. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been such cold weather on the show for uh, for a yes. while that we're back in form. And 
Yeah, it's it's good to good to find some form, mate. As I said, it's been uh, it's been pretty cold weather on the show for the last yeah. few weeks, but uh, we've bounced back today, and I think we uh, we should be able to continue on at Horsham with another winner in just a moment. Lovely. Uh, we've got a bit of time here. We've got uh, about six or seven minutes. I, I'm just looking on the run sheet here. Talk to me about the increase in prize money that's coming up, if you can. Is that? Yeah, there's there's an increase in prize money, which is, is GRV news, and, and that's uh, taking place. Well, for the provincial prize money, it's effective immediately. It has been, I think, for the last uh, the last couple of months. But there's an increase into Tier 3 prize money, and that'll now see Tier 3 racing over the sprint distances worth, I think it's $1,000 uh, to the winner. So effectively, it's it's a, a rise in, in prize money, effectively for the, the lower grades, as, as well as the, the current lift in prize money, which will be staying um, there has been uh, a couple of different uh, newses that have been released. I'm not sure if that even is English, what I just said, but um, I'm just reading as I, as I chat here. Uh, there's been an increase for distance races of $900,000 for the year, um, increase in provincial stakes of $2.8 million and a $1.46 million uh, increase for Level 3 racing, which does include Tier 3 racing, as well as uh, the Pink Diamond Series breeding incentive payments, as well as the, the Pink Diamond Series itself, and that's 790000 So uh, the record prize money pool, which is increasing approximately $6 million uh, for this current year, we're about to approach this financial year. So it's exciting news, and it's a reward for the, the hardworking trainers who who continue to, to work really hard and, and produce the greyhounds and, and hopefully now they can be rewarded with a little bit of extra prize money. And I think it's only fair enough too, John, because as a trainer myself, I, I know the, 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 the continuation of the, the lift in pricing, whether it be for meat or for kibble or, or whatever it may be. And, and we, we are told now to feed human consumption um, meat in the lead up to a race to to avoid swabbing, which we we feed complete human consumption here anyway. But it's it's not cheap, you know. Sometimes we're we're paying twelve dollars a kilo for kangaroo racing meat. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but mm. when you've got greyhounds that are eating seven hundred grams a day, it, it adds up fairly quickly. Yeah, absolutely. So good to see that there's a, a little bit more prize money that goes into it and a bit more reward for effort, as it were, Jim. Correct. Yeah, oh. correct, mate. We've got Horsham, Horsham uh, race yes. number nine. Just tipping here. Not just the winner, but I'm going to give you the exacta. Eight to beat number one. I think Al Watto will win. I think Skibo Rebel loves to run second, and I think he'll run second again. I think number two is going to run third. Singing Flame will follow through against the inside and track the move of the red. So we'll play the exacta, eight to beat one. We'll play the trifecta in order, eight to beat one to beat two. And if you want to throw a first four in, let's go with the four in for fourth. So eight, one, two, four, Johnny. I'm I'm not feeling hot. I'm feeling boiling hot right now. Oh, mate. And this is what I love about you, Jimmy. You just get back on the horse. You've got a heater going and you're going all exotic. Let's get to Horsham now. (laughs) Green lights on. They're ready at Horsham. Racing. And now what a speared out from the outside, straight across to lead early. Sparkle debacle going up on the rail to pour pressure on early. They've got clear to ski by Rebel, followed by Careless Crow and Singing Flame. Off the back, and uh, Awado had to work, but he crossed the lead now to Sparkle debacle and ski by Rebel. They're clear to Careless Crow and Singing Flame. They wheel Awado the leader. Sparkle debacle coming down the centre. Awado's got to dig deep. Sparkle debacle going to Awado. Finishes best, and Sparkle debacle has tipped out the long odds on favourite Awado. Then ski by Rebel Keelers Crow. That's a four, won it? Yeah, four, won it. Sparkle debacle, Jimmy. Jeez. $14.50. Just nosed wow. out our Watto at the end. And Skibo Rebel is the winner of, uh, sorry, he comes in third. So four, eight, and one.
unfortunately there. Yeah, Jim. look, the funny thing is, yeah, I, I didn't tip Sparkle to Barkle, and uh, nor did the punters. About $14 will be the, the winning price. And, yeah, the eight and the one may be just a touch disappointing, and, and Sparkle to Barkle probably running right to the peak of her powers. Trained by Jordan Formosa, who's the... Uh, the brother of Josh Famosa, who won at uh, Geelong with Dusty Lynn. So not about uh, 15 minutes for Team Famosa. Absolutely not. Uh, now, all right, we've got a couple of minutes, as I said, three or four minutes before we've got to wrap things up. Did you want to have a look at tonight's racing? Where are we on tonight? Yeah, we'll have a quick look at uh, Warrigal. Don't forget, uh, Thursday night show, we'll preview the uh, the racing at Sandown Park, obviously back at Sandown Park after they had a... A bit of work's done at the venue and also on the track. They've got a new lighting system in as well, I believe. So looking forward to uh, to seeing how that all plays out. But, yeah, racing tonight out at uh, Warrigal. The first couple of races, maiden races over the short course. And there's a, a good final on, which is uh, race number... Which was it? In fact, it wasn't there. It was uh, race number six. I'm looking for the uh, the good race that I, I had a look at earlier today. And, yeah, race number eight it is. It's a free-for-all over the 400 metres. Power of Oscar, the uh, the track record holder, goes around from box number two. 22-42 win last week. He's been racing consistently at free-for-all grade and consistently racing well. He'll get a lovely trail into the race. The one and the four have terrific speed, so I think he'll be sitting sort of second and third through the first corner, and he's just got such a strong finish that I, I think he'll be too good for Stephen Bruce White and, and get the job done there in race number eight. All right, lovely. Uh, now, my computer has just decided it's uh, no longer wanting to work, so apologies for that. Do we want to go I'm through? just struggling to read off my computer Are tonight, really? Johnny. I don't know what it is. I, oh, I just keep stumbling. And, oh, no. Yeah. Um, all right, but, where else are we? So we've had Horsham today. What did you make of Horsham as a whole? You, did you see much of it? Yeah, look, the track last week was a little bit slow up at Horsham, and it's sort of been the same. I only had a bit of a, a brief look through the, the results. Race number one, 23.70, it was a, a big finish. 23.80, race number two. The third race only went 23.30, but won impressively. So I'm not too sure if the track is maybe just a, a couple of lengths on the on the slow side. Um, if that is the case, well, then you look at a greyhound who won race number six, Xavier Bale. 27.42 might be like running 27.20 and therefore might be one that uh, you get a better price on next week based on the fact he hasn't ran a, a 27.20 today. Yeah, absolutely. All right, hey, six minutes. We'll be off air, but Geelong race number nine. Can you give the fans one to finish off with if possible? Yeah, this is this is just uh, one for the road. Uh, race number nine we're looking at at Geelong. I think there's a, a couple of winning chances in the race. It's not an easy one. Uh, Aston Elliott off the inside has been racing consistently, but he's a slow beginner. Uh, Winslet Bale, box number two, is a fast breaker who can use a bit of the track. Ticker Cindy's form's very up and down. Then you've got Wild Aces to go-go, who's normally fairly strong, but the last run first up from a spell was just a shade disappointing. So I, I lent to number two, Winslet Bale, but I, I did like the chances of Wild Aces a go-go, but mm. you're sort of taking him on trust because if you watch that replay last start from box eight, the Meadows, he, he did find trouble at the first bend, but by gee, he was a long way off and he never really made any ground. So I guess we'll, we'll go the leader and we'll just hope and we'll cross the fingers that Winslet Bale keeps on going in front. Absolutely. She should lead. Absolutely. We hope that that can uh, round out what's been a nice night for us, Jim. Um, now, are you going to play tennis tonight or not? No, mate, I'm going to stay inside. It's uh, yeah. No, I think they've they've cancelled because, as I say, there, there was too many positions needing to be filled, and <laughs> I think the guy that was playing was then complaining of back soreness or something. Yeah. So I said, look, oh, it's easier just to pull the pin too on tonight. I think. It, I know that's not the nah, too cold. Yeah, not the spirit we're after. But uh, hey, look, we'll uh, we'll be back 
uh, in the next couple of weeks, I suppose. We will, and I'll see you on Thursday, I believe. You and I will chat on the next show. Thanks you, thank you again, Jimmy V. Sounds good, mate. Pleasure. Have a good week, mate. Happy punning. You too. James Vandermart there joining us, as he always does. Don't forget, download the Watchdog app, open a Black Book account, and never miss your favourite Greyhounds racing again. I'm cooked. It's been a fun old day. Hopefully, Campbell Brown will be back on Friday. Tomorrow, though, we've got uh, Toby McKinnon with Trot's Life. Uh, Wednesdays with Wombat. And then you've got the A-Team, Tags and Miles Fitzner in from 1pm Eastern. John Donahoe's my name. Been a pleasure taking you through the journey today. Thank you so much for all your interactions off the text. Bye for now. We'll be back very soon. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.